Genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zom Rom-Com, Shaun of the Dead, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And joining us again from Star Trek Minute, Chris and Dave, welcome. Hey, thanks. Howdy, howdy. So uh, today we will be taking a bite out of Minute 85, uh, which begins with Sean trying to get a clear shot on, uh, on Pete and or Bernie. And ends with uh, Sean burning his hand, trying to reach for the box of shells on the bar that is covered in fire. <laughs> There's no easier way to explain that. It's, it's excessive. But uh, yeah, so going back to the beginning, I love that he shouts for Pete and like a dog, he just lifts his head. Yeah, Pete, Pete very, very dog-like in, in zombie form. Mm-hmm. It's really good. That's I didn't know. Great. I didn't know zombies remembered their name. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna ask the same question. I. I mean, I think generally they don't, but for some reason in in this movie, uh, you know, zombies are known to keep some of their personality traits uh, and and things. Um, you know, we saw earlier uh, Phil. Uh, you know, was trapped in the car with the blaring music, and then his first instinct as a zombie is to turn the music off. <laughs> That's right. So, That's right. or uh, or another example that we that we pointed out or or saw uh, during this rewatch was that there there is a uh, a zombie who is able to use the wheelchair that it had in life. Right. That's right. Oh, yeah. I yeah. So so yeah. Uh, there there's sort of a and then Pete himself. When we found him as a zombie the first time in this movie, he was naked and in the shower, which which, you know, made us ask a few questions. And and I think what we what we uh, decided was that the only explanation because he was standing in the shower without the shower running. So the only explanation is that he woke up a zombie and just sort of. You know, zombie through his morning ro- routine, sort of routine. the best yeah, that he could. Right. Yeah, because yeah. um, that's that's the only way it makes any sense, really. That he was that he was in there. Uh, so so yeah. So there's a there's a there's a little bit of uh, a little sense of themselves um, in there somewhere deep down, uh, and and I'll, maybe I'll it maybe it. it goes away the longer there's zombies, but you know they don't stick around long enough, really. Uh, for that to happen, so I don't know. I don't know what happens so, weeks from now. So is that a, so is that a fruit roll up in uh, pizza Pete's mouth? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that it's would be good old. That's a, a good chunk. It that is. is. He's got a he's got a nice slab of meat right there. Yeah, it's so gross. Yeah. Guys are killing me. And he's not even <laughs> he's not even that interested in it because he immediately drops out of his mouth after. Sean calls his name. 
Well, as Master Qui-Gon once said, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> so who does so who does Pete hate more? Does he hate Ed for everything he represents, or does he hate Sean because Sean could be more and he hangs out with Ed? I don't know. Well, he definitely res- well he definitely respected Sean, so maybe just hearing his voice was like, hmm, you know, like oh. But he's got a free meal right there. Yeah. I mean, well, I guess maybe zombies are just easily distracted, perhaps. Yeah. They don't have any brains. They're Well, he doesn't anymore. <laughs> right through the eye. Good shot, Sean. I love the I love the clever placement of the how the camera, like you can't see any nudity, but mm-hmm. you can tell he's nude. It's mm-hmm. it make, just makes you think of like Austin Powers, where <laughs> they would have those clever devices to you couldn't see like their their groin area or anything. It's, it's perfect placement. Yeah, not the first time Austin Powers has come up on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, I did this. Well. I said the same thing when uh, when he came out of the house completely nude. Uh, he was covered with a mailbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they made that same Austin Powers reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's a good technique if you can do it right. Yeah, if you can pull it off. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one thing, one thing that I don't know that I've ever really noticed is that uh, that crowd of zombies. You see, like a crowd of zombies, sort of like zo- looming over where Ed was. I didn't realize mm-hmm. you could see his legs poking out from underneath that horse. That is <laughs> yeah, terrifying. It's, it's a, it's a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> just his, his little jorts. Yeah, and it just it it looks like uh, I mean, he's he is not having a good time. Um, <laughs> that is maybe that's why this also kind of leads credence to like you know ed's i mean uh, uh pete so easily is able to, to turn his attention away because he's maybe like there's already there's so little of him left you know <laughs> yeah he just uh i mean he's uh he's like kicking his legs i mean how many how many how many i mean because when he shows up behind the bar he is not looking well um, no, no. I, I, how many times do you think he was bit? Do you think it was just those two times, or do you think he got bit a few more times after that? He must be getting mauled right now. It Ugh. seems that way. <laughs> Unless he was just able to just like slither his way around it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so after we see after we see Ed disappear, and the you know we just see his legs. Are we supposed to now assume now that you know we're moving on that he's he's now gone like that was his death scene he's he's done. Oh yeah, I I I remember that. I'm like, oh my god, they, I can't believe they they killed him like that. I, yeah, I, I do remember the scene and then laughing a few seconds later. And and the movie the movie has trained you at this point to expect that you, the the characters you love aren't coming back. Like dead means dead, right? You know. And so the fact that he does return and he's still alive uh, is a shock and, and a welcome one. Um, but it's uh, and it, yeah. And I think that's what that's what makes that moment so satisfying and surprising is that the movie hasn't let that happen yet. I, I mean, you know, there's lots of action movies and things that and horror movies where, uh, you know, multiple people you'll think. Oh, they, they, you know, they just, uh, they just died and then they'll show back up and you're like, oh, they're not dead. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and this one, you know, they were like, we're only going to do that once (laughs) and they did it right here. And it, it, I think it works. I think they earn it. And I just love the, uh, it's just the, (laughs) you can just, the, the thump, there's really no other word for it. Mm -hmm. Just hitting the grads. It's like, he's almost like he's thrown. Yeah. 
It's it's kind of like a he like slaps onto the ground because he's so <laughs> wet with blood that it just like plop like it just plops <laughs> like he's already just like a, a like a chunk of meat yeah <laughs> oh poor guy <laughs> well remember Scott as we as we as we've discovered he is a murderer that's very true that is true uh, I almost forgot um, <laughs> he's definitely a sociopath he is a bloody mess. He's just a hunk of meat. Um, I do like that Sean just keeps saying, Ed, Ed. And then he finally, he he comes back over there, almost like he wasn't going to get out of the horde. He was just going to let it happen. But he's just like, oh, what does he want? And then he <laughs> dragged himself out and he slams onto the ground. He's like, what? <laughs> he was ready. Yeah. What do you want? Yeah, and now, uh, and now, now we get to some more stuff that's cut out. So first of all, um, there was one bit from yesterday that I did actually forget that I'm actually mm-hmm. glad isn't in there. There's a bit where he gets distracted from a Halloween ringtone, uh, which is his his ringtone. Uh, you remember he answers mm. his phone twice before in this movie. You know, once when Sean is trying to talk to him at the beginning and then the other time out in front of the Winchester at a very inappropriate moment when they're surrounded by zombies and they were going to call it back a third time and it was going to be ringing and he was going to look for it. And one of the zombies was going to be holding his phone and he was going to say, Hey, that's mine. You cheeky. And then that's when he gets bit uh, (laughs) because he's distracted by the zombie having his phone. So they did cut that out. That's okay. I think I'm fine with that one not being in there. But after after that, when he's behind when when Liz and Sean are behind the bar and he calls for him and Ed says, What? Sean says, I thought you were and Ed Ed's like, Yeah, yeah. And then that's when he says, Chuck us a cloth, will ya? And then he tells after he gets the cloth and puts it in his neck, he says, uh, he tells Sean to to get the brandy. And Sean grabs the bottle of brandy and offers it to Ed. And he goes, not for me, you tit. Smash it on the bar. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just a little it's just a, it's just a little too much. But I do like this little exchange here because after he mm. does that and he he ignites the, the sort of uh, the moat of fire um, on the bar. When in the movie, Liz says, where are the shells? Well, first she says, where are the bullets? And Ed says, call them shells. And sis, Liz says, where are the shells? <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, which I, <laughs> I, I love the idea of him just holding on to his neck wound and he's just like, call them <laughs> shells. <laughs> Please. Call so them shells. I do really like that one. The brandy thing is probably a bit too much, but I do like him correcting bullets to yeah. shells. Sean, like a like a big dum dum, left the bullet, the, oh, left the shells man, on the bar. Just such a he, such a human reaction from mm-hmm. Simon Pegg. Yeah, like e- even in a zombie apocalypse, like that, that, like that's how that's how people are when they like close the car door on their fingers. Yeah. Or lock your keys in your car. Yes. Yeah. 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 Just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's so especially, good at that. Especially after having this, like, kind of badass moment where he just so confidently, you know, starts this mm-hmm. uh, starts this fire on the bar, you know, smashing the bottle of brandy on the on the pillar. Like, it's a kind of – it's a really cool moment for him, you know? And then mm-hmm. just immediately to punctuate it with a mistake <laughs> is the best. <laughs> It's it, it it it's Sean in a nutshell. Yeah, it's very on brand for him. Yeah, that I you know I really like, I really like that bar fire. I think it's uh, I think it's really 
a really cool way of um, uh, escalating things. In a yeah. Way. Yeah. I really like yeah. it. I love the way he starts it. There's a, there's a, I think I asked you guys, but there's, there's an edit there, right? When he first, he, he pops the cork, he spits mm-hmm. it out and then he starts to pour and then it you know, starts to walk down the bar. But then there's, there's a subtle edit and I, I, I watch it a few times and I like it every time I see it. He, he just kind of, he kind of jumps forward a little bit, right? They, they, the edit makes him look like he moved forward on the bar faster. It just, it speeds yeah. things up right? Yeah. and it's, it's very satisfying mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, and I was so for me, I was just like, oh, okay, Ed, Edgar White, there he is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He 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 hides the edit behind a zombie's head. Yeah, um, and it and it, yeah, no, it's it's a great, it's a really great edit. You're totally right. It keeps things moving at a really nice pace. Um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, this is also this also feels like the most the world's end that this movie gets. Um, yeah, well, or just apocalyptic in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It uh, just feels very like mythic almost like, and this is them at the closest to oblivion and hell mm-hmm. in the fire, literally out of the frying pan into the fire. Well, this is the, the end, end, right? This is yeah. going to be the end. Yeah. This is very close to the end. Um, you can get more fucked than this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're surrounded in a bar that's, you know, covered with zombies on all sides. That's yeah. on fire. Yeah. With a with a man in there who eventually is going to turn into a zombie. Yeah, I don't and know you how much more the screwed you can fire. get. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it's uh, it's great, and I love I love Sean not being able to reach through the fire to get to the, get to the shells. <laughs> He's so us when he does that. Yeah, yeah I was right. thinking of that. That's where where it's just like it's like I know I'm desperate for these shells, but man, that fire really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a blister. Yeah. Oh man, that's so. I got. I had a dart in my head earlier. Wasn't that enough? <laughs> and he had to probably get a lot of shots after this. Oh got yeah. Everything up and running again. Yeah, probably. But I do think it's interesting. Like, I don't, like he doesn't even try to grab something else to drag it out of the fu- drag them out of the fire. You know, like he my, just gives up. Yeah, that was my same thought. Like he just use the butt of the gun and drag them to yourself. Yeah, or or yeah, the 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 butt of the gun, or like, you know, I'm seeing I'm seeing some wine bottles. Like, just oh, use, yeah. use a wine bottle. Like, I mean, there's a million things back there that he could probably use. There's probably a knife or something. I mean, it's got to be something he can use to get those out of the fire. But uh, I don't know. It all it all works out, I guess. <laughs> and uh, you know, wanna... and I know that it's it's required for us to get the ending that we get in the in the base in the basement, but uh, in the cellar. But uh, it's it is frustrating to watch in the moment because you're just like, man, you have so many tools. Use a tool. Come on. <laughs> after after watching the scene, who wants to go out and get a grolsch? Mm. <laughs> little bit, little bit. I don't know that I've ever had a grolsch, to be honest. I think I've had it. I think I've had it once and been not pleasant. Oh, oh, okay. oh really? <laughs> pleasant. <laughs> yeah. Not my type of beer. Yeah. It seemed like it, it it's, it, you know, just by the look of it, it seems like it's uh, kind of uh, on the watery end of beers. Um, but I don't know. Uh, I've never, I've never had it before. So, uh, but yeah, it, I love this moment and, uh, and I love how intense it is. I love how uh, the edit of this whole sequence has just built everything up um, the way that it has. Everything has escalated very smoothly. 
Uh, and I, uh, I, I just, I really love this sequence a lot. It's really good. It's really, really good. I have this, this sequence, uh, I think I mentioned yesterday. I'm not, a, I'm not a huge zombie movie fan. And I, I actually was, I was, I was doing some research for this. I went out looking, I'm like, all right, what are like the top zombie movies? How many have I seen? It's been like two. <laughs> 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 so I, I realize I actively avoid them, right? Yeah. Um, but w- the one of the ones that I have seen was uh, 28 Days Later, and which mm. was, was pretty amazing, but terrifying. Uh, and there's a scene in there. Yeah, have you guys seen it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, there's a scene in there where, and I, I forget the character's name, but it's 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 the clo- it's a close group. They're 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 together. Someone gets bit one of the friends or one of the people in the group gets bit and they decide like within like 30 seconds that they've got to kill him mm-hmm. before he's even turned. And, and it's really, it's kind of heartbreaking. It's, you know, it's terrifying. It's just, and that's what I worry about here. Like, like would they actually consider doing that to Ed? And, you know, he hasn't, hasn't <laughs> turned yet, but would they, would they shoot him and put him out of his misery before he turned? Do you think that would, do you think the movie could have gone there? Uh, I, I feel like Ed knows that Sean has gone through enough and would probably just offer to, to off himself. Uh, yep. That's, that's what I, I, I feel like that's what Ed's move would have been. Um, but, uh, if, noble, if we, yeah. if we got that far, if we got to the point where that had to be sure. a part of it, um, mm. but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, that's something, I mean, you know, they had that whole, that whole conversation with Barbara was what that was. Um, hmm. uh, Sean's mother. Um, right. Yeah. So, uh, they kind of already had that conversation and it ended with, uh, someone getting pulled through a window and their guts ripped out. So <laughs> it didn't, it didn't, it oh, didn't God. go well. It didn't go well. Um, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, <laughs> Uh, so what, what, I mean, you know, you, Chris, you said that you, uh, haven't seen very many zombie movies. So what made you see this the first time you saw it? Oh, definitely it's, it's reputation. Uh, I didn't, this wasn't the first one I saw. I saw hot fuzz first, which mm-hmm. I don't know if did that, I don't know which one came, this one came out first. This right? one came yes. first. Yeah. 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 But I, I saw hot fuzz first and it was really on reputation. Like, oh yeah, you got to see these are, you know, great, great parodies and made with love and and it was fantastic so i'm like all right i i will see this one even though i know it's going to be funny but it's still going to be a zombie movie and you know i, I enjoyed it but it's still god it's gross just, yeah there's <laughs> something about it they just freak yes. they freak me out I, I, of all the monsters like you know in, in you know every kind of horror film and stuff <laughs> that the zombie especially like a well designed and executed zombie yeah just scares the hell out of me well uh, you know just from now on anytime uh someone wants to 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 watch a zombie movie around you just just uh just think of it like uh they are non-cybernetic borg i mean that's basically <laughs> oh nice oh and i see i already feel a little better yeah that's that's all they are um i was trying to i was trying to think about too like how far back you know this this goes like where did this come from for me Mm -hmm. and um dave i don't know if you remember this this was a you know back in the day uh in in high school this was the days Mm -hmm. of you know the heyday of blockbuster video right yeah oh yeah and so it was like all right what do you want to rent what do we want to go rent let's go rent a movie and you know you'd end up kind of 
just trolling the aisles looking for something interesting. And uh, we rented The Serpent and the Rainbow, oh. um, which was, was a Bill <laughs> Pullman. Yeah. Uh, that's a different yeah. kind of zombie. Yeah. That's a different a kind of zombie. And, Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I still remember the trailer, just that scene where he's like, you know, don't bury me. I'm not dead yet. You know, that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was probably the genesis of it for me. Like, yep, I don't like zombie movies. <laughs> just <laughs> um, Fair enough. But anyway, that's, that's as far back as I could go to figure out where, where yeah. my problem was. You know, I have, <laughs> a, um, I have this very distinct memory of watching this thing that traumatized me as a kid. And I cannot, for the life of me, find out what this scene is, what movie Ooh. it's from, whatever. And this, is, this has haunted me for like, I mean, 25 years. You know, and and yep. anytime I describe this scene, no one ever knows what I'm talking about. So you know what? I'm gonna describe it right now, Go and man. I'm gonna see if any of our listeners knows what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> so so there, I I remember seeing a movie with my dad, where uh, uh some guy walks into a church, and something happens, and he ends up like peeling his skin off and then is like a, a skeleton, like a walking skeleton thing. And that's all I remember of it. And I can visualize it. I know exactly what it looks like, but I don't know anything else about the thing. I don't have any context for what this was or why it was happening or anything. Um, I just, I just remember that scene. Only movie I can think of where someone peeled themselves out of their skin was from the Sword and the Sorcerer. The Sword oh, and would... the Sorcerer. Yeah, that's the one with um, Lee Horsley played Talon, and was he had the three bladed sword. Hmm. Okay. It's an old, old movie. Well, it, it's very well. Hard it sounds to find. like eight year old Nick would have fucking loved it. <laughs> oh my god, the, the the sword is awesome. It has blades that shoot off. I mean, it's incredible. Mm. Nice. But you you say in that scene is that. There is a scene in that where he is like literally he tells the guy he's like, Hey, I'm the ultimate power and like he just totally rips his skin off. I found it. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to investigate and see if this was that. I mean the thing is, is like I, I just I have no idea. I I mean it could be anything, you know? Like it just could be anything. Because I have I don't have any memory of the context of the scene. I just remember the scene. Yeah, I have uh, I have a couple of those. Yeah. yeah. There's actually one that I hope to talk to in a future podcast. If I'm ever on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute 2. Oh. All right. <laughs> a little bit of a plug there. Yeah. there. Yeah. A little WWE style calling out there. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, if anyone, if ever anyone remembers uh, the scene that I just described um, at home listening, uh, post that on the, uh, on the Facebook group uh, if you can or tell us on Twitter or something. Scott, will you, will you watch it if you, if you find out what it oh, is? Oh, yeah. 100%. 100,000%. Just, just to scratch the itch I've had for 25 years, uh, I, will, I will. And just like be able to stand up and be like, this is it. Yeah, oh imagine not knowing the name of a song for 25 years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a long, Ugh. just my long national nightmare is over, uh, finally. Um, so, uh, so, so, yeah. So, Dave, uh, what what were the circumstances that brought you to this movie? Um, much like Chris, I um, I didn't watch um, Shaun of the Dead first. I watched Hot Fuzz, mm-hmm. and that to date is still probably within my top ten of favorite movies of all time. 
Wow. I love I love Hot Fuzz. Yeah. That is just such a such a great movie with a great cast and the way it just sort of pokes fun at action movies and and then that led me to believe to 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 see Spaced, which then led me to see Shaun of the Dead. Interest that's a very interesting trajectory. Yeah. yeah. So I I went an end around to see this movie. Yeah. And that's exciting cuz it means we'll definitely have to have uh, you guys back on for Hot Fuzz. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer now. Yeah, no zombies. Well, Great. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> There's a slasher, uh, but no zombies. A price. Yeah, I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, uh, great, guys. Any any closing thoughts on uh, Shaun of the Dead or, or Edgar Wright or any anything you want to say about this uh, movie or any other part of the movie that you didn't get to talk about or whatever? I had a question for you, Scott. Did you Were you doing the this, this trilogy because it's an Edgar Wright film? I know you're a huge fan. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Are are you going to do all of his stuff, or is is kind of focusing on these three first? We are going to do just these three on the main podcast, and then during our hiatus, we're going to do uh, Scott Pilgrim minute, but we're going to do one minute a week, and it's going to be on our Patreon. Oh, cool. Oh, yep. yeah. oh very cool. Yeah. Yep. So that's how we're going to do that. Um, and I'm sure at some point we'll probably drop a review of uh, Fistful of Fingers, Edgar Wright's first film that he made when he was like 21, oh, I think. Oh, at my first opportunity. I yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, as soon as they release it on Blu-ray, which is supposed to come out some point this year for the first time ever, uh, get a wide release on video. Um, and uh, when that happens, we will definitely be uh, dropping a review for that at some Very point. Very cool. Definitely. But uh, yeah. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. This was yeah, awesome. Absolutely. Uh, one last time, <laughs> tell people where they can find you. Sure. Yeah. You can find uh, Dave and I talking about uh, the Star Trek films uh, on our semi daily podcast, The Star Trek Minute. Uh, we're currently uh, working through Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock. Uh, we'll be back after a hiatus talking about the voyage home. Um, but uh, yeah, we're at Star Trek Minute.com. We're on Twitter as Star Trek Minute. So we're on all the other social medias too. Uh, so definitely uh, come on over and give a listen. Nice. Um, all right. And. Uh... You guys, uh, you know, I mentioned the Scott Pilgrim minute thing that we're planning on doing uh, during the hiatus. So if that's like if that sounds like something that you would be interested in, uh, you're going to want to become a Patreon member. And the way that you gain access to all of the bonus content is you just sign up for five dollars a month uh, at that level or higher. And uh, and you get all of the bonus content that we put out. Um, we keep it relatively cheap, especially considering how much bonus content that you get. And if you put in all of the content that we give you uh, on Dueling Genre on top of that, I mean, you're like paying pennies. Uh, it's it's insane. It's um, I, you know what? I'm, I, I, I pride myself on modesty, but I, I think I can objectively say that it, our Patreon is is a heck of a bargain. Yeah, definitely. And there's already <laughs> there's already over a hundred exclusive podcasts on the Patreon currently. Podcast episodes, um, and we try to keep those evergreen mm -hmm. as much as we can. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so check the, all of that stuff out. It's all it's all out there, and uh, go check out the Patreon at duelinggenre.com/support. And uh, see if it looks like something that is worth your while. And if it is, uh, we will be eternally grateful uh, for your support. And we will be back on Monday with a brand new week. But in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. Mm -hmm.